Thank you. Time back on. Welcome back to Gibbo, Gus and Gorney. Uh, the boys have brought in the big dogs off the top. So, look, it's great to be back. Uh, welcome, boys. And that's the trial done. <laughs> no, no, good start. Well done. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? You look a bit speechless. Morning, everyone. I'm just surprised I got the honour. Well, yes. It's a bit of a sudden thing. You know, the, honor, the way honour works in golf is you have to win the last hole. Yeah. Do you reckon he won last week? Anyway. Jacko um, was a clear winner last week. By far. I'll he take was, that. He was good. Yeah, was Jacko unreal. was good. We had a good response and then he comes out and does what he does game day. Yeah, well, uh, we had a good week last week. Yeah, we? We, got, uh, we played Crows. Uh, is, is that correct? Yep. Played Crows. Yeah, mate. Um, we had two days ISO leading into Crows. 60 hours in a bubble. Yeah, 60 hours. Yeah, just over two days. 60 hours in a bubble where no one within your house was allowed, allowed to leave. And if they were, you had to be hotel bound. So, no, they were allowed to leave your bubble, but once leaving, they couldn't come back in. And I dare say, Gibbo, you would have stayed at home because home. you do not leave your home and no one ever comes never. in. That's never a problem for Gibbo. <laughs> That's not true, but yeah, I did. You actually did 147 hours. <laughs> yeah, he was extra cautious. Oh, sorry, leaving so in. Um, you and Vanders had no issues, stayed at, just stayed at home? No, no. so Danielle stayed with me the first night and then went out into the big wide world and yep. um, didn't come back. So, What did she do in the big wide world? What's her to do out there? Uh, she has university. Yeah, right. So went home and studied. And, um, oh, so she didn't leave home. She just went back to her home. Yeah, she went out and yeah, left. Just left me. It was There's not me. much. I mean, our rules are slightly harsher than uh, normal Melbourne lockdown. But once it's like, are they now? Well, on Monday they've changed. Yesterday we got told we're out of our bubble, but yeah. we still got the supplementary rules. Okay. And then you sort of sit there and go. So literally, the only thing we can do is walk out of the house now. Well, hey, I've had some terrible COVID takes. I think there's no denying that. Is COVID a thing? Still a thing. So we, I'm not going to even, I don't know what you want me to, you throw to me, Max. I don't know what you want me to say. Yep. Um, I respect you know, the rules that are in place. So COVID's very you real. You just had a mare four weeks ago when you thought it wasn't going to. That's right. We don't need to revisit that. Anyway. Um, we beat Adelaide by 40 points. We did. Close in the third quarter. Should have been, what was 40 minus 18? Should have only been around 20, if not for a Bailey Fritch bonanza late. Wasn't he good? My God. Um, seven. Is that, a, seven. is that a career high, Ben? Yeah. Career high. And he's climbing the Coleman. He only needs 12 to just <laughs> to pinch it. So you never know. You never know. So what, talk to me, Coleman. Okay. So Mackay's injured leading yep. on 58. Eight. Walker, yep. who's suspended, is yep. second on... Four, no, so Hawkins is 50. Yep. Walker's 48, as is Jack Rewalt. As is, I've got it here somewhere. Bruce, who's also also injured. So the only so two who can on take it off Mackay is Hawkins or Fritch. Yeah. So, wow. Sorry, and they're in the same game. But yeah. Coleman comes down to Saturday night. Exactly right. Well, uh, I think we've got bigger. Let's let's get this one out there. Also, it's worth noticing uh, we've got bigger fish to fry than Fritch's potential Coleman as a group. So I'm not sure if we'll be going away from the game plan, yeah. trying to put it down his throat, which Spargs actually did with. I'd say 30 seconds to go. It's like we just want to take... There's no need to kick another goal, for yep. those wondering. We've won the game. Um, and Spargo has got the ball, sort of looked around and just kicked it. Didn't have to kick it to Bailey Fritch, but yep. did, who then slotted the goal. and um, yeah. Slightly better when Melky decided to kick it over the boundary line. Yeah. Yeah, slightly better decision from Sparks. Yeah, look, it was... A, of those two decisions, certainly the better <laughs> of the two. Um, seven straight as well, which is... Yeah, that's why he it did. I think he had a couple more shots that may have not made the distance, or I know he collided with the post. Yeah, that was one. That, that was, was one. I remember um, seeing. There was a really long score review, and oh. all I could hear throughout there was a pin. You, literally, everyone went silent guess, during the score review. It was Choco yeah. Williams. Williams, and I was playing on uh, Fogarty at the time, and Fogarty goes, 
geez, you must get sick of that. I'm like, no, I actually love it. And I love when there's no crowds because he rattles Fogarty. He rattled Fogarty. He didn't rattle me. Oh, 100%. I think, and it, correct, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, Max. And I'd even you, Gibby, because you were on the, you're, you're in, in the sphere of play. What, like I'd say every second or third time the opposition's lining up for goal with no crowds, I can hear Choco screaming at us to put him off. Yep. And I reckon that in and of itself would put the goal kicker off who's. Not, without even us having to say anything, he's like a, he's a weapon for us. I still no feel for Marlon Chol. Oh yeah, so do I. No, well, you're gonna have to give some context because that happened every time oh, Chol. Every time Chol got a touch, Choco Williams was yeah. yelling out something regarding Chol. He must have some sort of I don't know impact early on. He when must Chol have really hated his um, <laughs> spinning balls or something. <laughs> refused to kick him or something like that. Um, a guest has walked in, which we'll get to at some point. Um, yep, after, everyone knows who it's going to be. Done. Yeah, they do because of the episode. Because what it says. Yeah. Uh, so let's go off the top. Gibby. You want the news? It's a big week in news, actually. I bet it is. So, well, unfortunately, nothing's really confirmed, but a lot of speculation going on. Which you love. One thing, I do love it. One thing we do know is there's no pre-finals buy. That's official. That is official. But then they That want was speculation for about eight days. It was. It was. But they want the grand final... September 25 as planned. So there will be a finals buy at some point. You wouldn't want to put it before the prelim because then the team that wins the qualifying final is going to have two weeks off. So you'd be guessing that they'll put it between the prelim and the granny. That would also allow them to potentially do the team's quarantine in Perth if the grand finals to move to Perth, which is what they're looking at. There's every chance they've got the extra week just in case there's another storm and the game gets played over two weeks. Like that, that's a great insight, Max, yep. because last yep. time, as we all know, we were there. There was yep. a thunderstorm that put our game off by 30 minutes. And, and Nick Nat came back out and got on top. We got <laughs> slightly on top, yes. <laughs> he won a couple of hit-outs. <laughs> What's next on the news? Well, the, the finals location, initially they, the AFL suggested that the first two finals would be in Melbourne without crowds. Caroline Wilson said last night that they would be interstate. So that's a little bit unclear. But then what that brings into play is, well, potentially we don't need a home final. So finishing one or two wouldn't necessarily matter. We've got top four locked in. Would you consider giving a few players a rest? Uh, no. I'm not on match committee, but... Uh, I am. No. No, it's a joke. I'm not. I that dare say leaving leaving Tom Mack out for another week might might help us with Geelong. Um, no, so Tom Mack, Viney and Stephen May are the three that are a chance to come back in. Uh, my understanding is everyone pulled up fine over the weekend, so I don't think there, there'll be any resting. There's a big oh, to get one on Geelong um, before we go into finals would be super important to play our brand of football for another week um, and win four on the trot going into finals would be another way to look at it um, and to secure a minor premiership, which I do understand. Um, I don't think the minor premier has won the flag um, that often in the last ten years. I'd say maybe one or two. Um, for example, who won the minor premier last year? Port Adelaide. Yes, Port Adelaide. Gus didn't know that. So <laughs> I would have got it eventually. So, and so no one really remembers yeah. the minor premier, but everyone remembers Richmond won the flag. I think it's important to say that uh, as a club, you know, you don't, don't have to look too far back for, to us not to be where in this sort of position, talking about finals. So for us to build a winning culture where, you know, we don't compromise um, on that stuff, that's what's most important to us as a group. It's also um, probably one of the reasons why I think we'll have a full-on crack at this game. and There's a pretty strong chance we go to Adelaide as well, still. So, um, if Is that we, so? Well, if we lose Port, yeah. play get so a home there, final. There are oh, six sorry, as in, yeah. I thought that was a COVID drop. No. Understood. No, no not a COVID drop. There Continue. are six possible outcomes to go from the... There are three games that... Is that including impact. the SC... This, the, sorry, not SCG, the Sydney game? 
No, you, so you're not. So you're Sydney saying can't Sydney win can't win by 150 and they Oh, they're still in. Who are they playing? It's fifteen percent or something ridiculous that they'd need to make up. I'm going with six situations, six scenarios. It's on the website if anyone wants to look at it. But there's four teams that we can play. We can still play Geelong. Sydney, you're going with. We can still play Geelong if they were to beat us. Port Adelaide to beat to. Bulldogs and get a differential of 30 points. So okay. a bit of We're not looking at that. in there. But We're just going to play our best footy Saturday night. Play whoever we get. Yep. That's correct. We haven't uh, actually had a minor premiership as a club since 1964. Good year for us. We know what happened that year. <laughs> <laughs> Great year for us. Great year. The other news to come Oof. yesterday was obviously Bowie rising star, the yes. fourth yes. year. Is that a it's, record? Uh, it's not. GWS had eight no, for, in 2012. I'm talking internal. For Melbourne. I'm not sure what our uh, total is, but also Sydney have had four this year. So we joined them, but pretty good it's effort. got a nice little history in Rising Stars with Hogan and Rivers, yep. uh, Jared Rivers, both both winning. Should call Trent Jared, um, but we don't. We call him Riv. We just call him Riv. Yeah, we call him Riv. Those wondering at home. Um, <laughs> so did I. We've got a yeah, Jordy Gisbert and Sam Blees were both two timers. Nathan Jones was a two timer, and Bowie could be a two timer next year. Luke Jackson was a two timer, yep. so there's some two timers. Couple of out two times well. rolling around. Um, we can still get one. I think Tom Sparrow is well and truly eligible, um, and has been playing some good football. So maybe he tops off and gets us five. Make it five, that'd be nice. The other, the other thing to keep an eye on is the coaches' votes. We've spoken about that a little bit throughout the year. Clary is top three clear of Bont. And you don't find out the votes for the last two weeks. Easily the 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 best award, most important award. Yep. Most important award. I'd, I'd agree. Yep. <laughs> so we're we're thinking potentially he didn't get any on the weekend. It was a competitive game. Bont and Pally probably didn't either. Took Miller, Zach Merritt. They're sort of in the conversation, but I think if Clary has a big one against Geelong, he might sew that up. So. So you said you'd agree. Yes. So the year when you come third in the Brownlow, I won the coaches' association. Yep. What's the better award? Who had the better year when you get with third in the Brownlow and I won the coach? Well, you have to consider the fact that it wasn't until so I Goody decided in his wisdom to. I'm not asking for a play by three. not asking for a play by play. Well, I played asking. about half the year. No, probably. you didn't. You missed the first two games. Three and then played half back flank for the next three, and then he said, "Look, mate, we need you to fire up and stuck me in the guts." And from then, yeah, thirty-seven the and three and a hundred and fifty point win in Alice Springs. Sorry, what you didn't want, you're asking me to not give you a play-by-play, then give me one specific, specific. Give me the answer. Are you more proud of your third in the brown low, or if you won the coaches' so association? Definitely, definitely the coaches' association. Okay. So I won that year. Uh, it's good. To, it's good to see that you haven't, uh, you know, hung on to that and ruminated over it for what's the year? It's calendar 2021. I do know if I wore a helmet, Tom Mitchell wouldn't be a brown low medalist as, as we speak. Or if I had a beard that was down to my nipples, <laughs> then I'd probably be three time or what are you? Two or three time? Four. Uh, the Four only time. Four. All Australian. Are yeah. you counting this year? No. <laughs> so five time after this year. Well, that hasn't been uh, made, and there is lots of ruckmen that can win it this year. Oh. What a what a political statement! You've that just was. gone from being sure not Darcy at all to incredible. Darcy, Darcy, Nui, Grundy, Hickey, they've all been good. Darcy over. I'm saying he'll, he'll be in the squad. Be. I think Max will probably get the nod, but thanks, mate. Trying to share I'm the love. My vote's for Luke Jackson. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, anything else, Gibby? Uh, just the cricket last night. Oh. We wanted to talk about. India rolled England for 120. They did. Um, and West Indies yeah. won by a wicket over Pakistan. So there's some good test cricket As we on. spoke about last week, you're not a betting man, but they were $4 at one point in India yeah. yesterday. Amazing. Um, it was a good good game of cricket. The ninth wicket partnership uh, for India put on 98. Like, ridiculous. Another oh. great ninth wicket partnership was in West Indies as well. They got over the line against Pakistan. Yeah, but we're not a cricket podcast. We are a footy podcast. Can be if you want. I also thought I'd mention, I, was, I didn't mention it last week, 
after when we're talking about waterboying. Ben Brown's manners are just How did you get another gig? Oh, can't change the winning, winning formula, I guess. Is that what it is? No, nah, I actually have no idea. I think they couldn't get enough people into the bubble. In so time. the bubble, the Perth bubble was obviously because of the amount of people we travelled with. And yeah. then now no one, no one's really allowed back if you're a part-time sort of I think it member. was because of the 60-hour quarantine. They didn't get a trainer in in time. What would happen if someone got hurt? So Fritch collided with the goalpost yeah. right in front. This was my biggest fear heading into the game. you were first on I have, scene? I have no I, – I didn't go to the scene, yeah. but I was the closest to the scene. So I've and got, you didn't go? No, I didn't go. Coward. So EJ <laughs> is running from the halfback flank, sprinting <laughs> along the wing to get to Fritch. Um, and is I, that talked I, about I pre-game? Helplessly. Uh, it was mentioned that with the other trainers, you yeah. are to stay seated if yeah. someone. Well, I have gets no hurt. background at all in anything. What do you have in your bag? Do you have like band aids and stuff? Uh, yeah, band aids, Grippo. Yeah. Um, my sister was really curious as to what I gave Melky that he rubbed on his. If you're there she this week, if you're there this week, which I'll heavily push uh, against, but if you're there this week, T Mac uses a lot, a lot, a lot of Grippo. Uh, you guys will see a lot of each other. I'll keep it in the pockets. Well, unless he hurts himself, in which case, Gibbo will be the last person to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> How far were you from Bailey? Oh, Not could, far. It's, it's could have been a stone, yeah, forward pocket. Could have gone and given him a drink of water Just and helped him up. I, I helped him up. Next goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, I, it does give me, when I see Gibbo in and around the group, it does give me a little spark. It, I, I certainly was less uh, gobsmacked than I was last week. I <laughs> passed Gibbo and, he, and there the, he was. The forwards are kicking well all of a sudden. So, Jeez, oh, correlation is, correlation. I'd say, strong It, it would positive. take a brave man to drop me. Uh, anything regarding the VFL trial? Uh, I was going to leave that to you. So we had one Sunday morning. Yep. Jones, uh, Wiedemann, Chandler were the three that I heard that performed very strongly. But if Jones told that. me he kicked three and got tagged in the second half. Um, in a practice game. Yeah, Jones, he tells me he gets tagged a lot. Yep. But he got tagged in the second half, kicked three in that dirty plus, but there was no statistician. So <laughs> that worries me a tiny bit. Um, and Reach? So 158K they've raised. That's Bang. That could be ongoing. You can still time to jump on board, which far exceeded their expectations. They were um, very happy they can put that to good use. So well done to everyone you that got talk involved. About correlations. And talking about correlations, this is the first one as a podcast that the first time Reach has been plugged by us as a podcast over the years and they far exceed, exceed expectations. And 40% of their donations were either that $11 mark or less. So it just shows, that I think, that the small donations do add up. Hey, they do. Yeah, great marketing uh, from Reach. Well, and great work from us. Here's a pat on the back. Well done. Uh, anything else? Uh, from the news. The Gibby? The Gibby? No, nah, not really. I think we started off the show really well. You can um, go grab a coffee now and we'll bring in our guest. Thanks to our co-principal partner and podcast sponsor, Zurich Insurance. For over 100 years, they've been insuring the people and things you truly love. And just like you, they truly love footy and they truly love the Ds. We're back and uh, our guest, obviously, uh, based on the way the podcast world works on Spotify, everyone would know that it's Tom McDonald we've got in the studio with us today. Are you not going to thank the sponsors? Well, I, that's a great, and you know what? We're going to have, I'm sure, some uh, financial backlash from the good friends of ours. So tier one. Uh, tier Zurich. one, Zurich. Uh, Tommy, we've got a couple of tier one sponsors in Zurich, Fat Nut Customs and Bailey, Bailey Fritch Electrical, Electrical and Olive at Lock. Olive at Lock. If you go there and buy 10 scones, you get 10% off your 11th, 11th <laughs> scone. So that's... Uh, Similar deals with the great people of Fat Nut Customs and Bailey Fritch Electrical will give you I an hour free after 100 hours. 100 hours, of 100 prepaid man labour hours, yet I think it's only like 5% off your 101st. So and multiple tier two and tier three sponsors that only get a mention once a fortnight, so we're not even going to mention them this week. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, we're working on it. We're working on Charlie it. Charlie Spargo. We're working on it. So, <laughs> yeah, man, so we're doing well financially here, then. Oh, we're killing it. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, nothing in our pocket yet. Uh, we give back. Um, Stefan and Gibby are on majority of the money in this podcast. Yeah. I mean, have you seen uh, Gibby's Weebly? Obviously, a fair bit of capital oh, has yes. gone into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Issue cabinets pretty oh, full, cabinet. <laughs> yeah. um, And welcome, T Mac. Thanks, Hi. boys. Good to um, see you. We've been wanting you on for a while. Um, yeah, I say no. A lot. said no. No, just once, I reckon. Just once. <laughs> no, you know, he's coming in fire. Yeah, right. You now, said now, no. Right. You're here now. We wanted to get you in for the for the movie chat. Yeah, because yep. you love you love your flicks, and you're obviously, you obviously studied uh, for those who don't well, know. I started that topic. Yeah, you I, did. we were at it was in Brisbane. Brisbane, and I said let's come back tonight with our top ten. What copies. was your one? I think it was Hangover. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, good. See, that's Strong. That is quality. I think when I go back and look at it, Hangover is all time. Oh, it absolutely and is. I think Hangover one. was two yeah. for me. Yeah, or maybe deserved one, one or two. In, in between has come on the scene a bit later than the Hangover, you know? Yeah, true. Yeah. And obviously you like the Hangover because you studied at university film techniques, so <laughs> you'd be loving the um, different ang- camera angles and stuff like that, the, the, the nuances of film. Making Movies 1, I did it yep. in 2016 and got 82%. Wow. Um, yeah, the first assignment was pretty tough. You had to tell a story with 10 images yep. and uh, just pass that one. The next the next Scorsese <laughs> over here. On what, right. did you, um, what did you study? Uh, commerce, commerce, Actually, and just oh, a, that's a subject, a breadth subject where breadth you can subject, yeah. you know develop further, develop yourself in areas of interest to you, yeah. and movie making, eighty two percent. Are you still a uni man currently? No, nah, I finished last year. Got oh, out of Shawshank. What do you? So what does that mean? You've you've got freedom. I've got it. <laughs> does mean freedom, <laughs> and I've had quite a few boys say they're very jealous of me because uh, yeah, no more study. I'm a yeah bachelor of commerce at yep. University of Melbourne with a major in marketing and management. And what will that, what what does what does that lead you to? What are you going to be? Not much, really. I guess yeah. it's uh, it's very broad. So yeah. I'm not sure yet. I just nice basically just doing like a bachelor of arts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's a li- it's a little bit better than that. Yeah. Okay. Um, arts. I mean, for the the artists out there who study that, what, you know, yeah. no disparaging you guys, but um, commerce I think has a bit of an application to the for a long time real world. Uh, all my friends when they were going to uni around 18, 19, they, a lot of them went to Bachelor of Arts and I thought, that I didn't realise I had so many uh, painters as friends. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I, that was a, I must confess, that was a thought that once went through my head. I didn't actually know what Bachelor of Arts was. That's out of painting. I still don't know. Do you? Nah. Porter, no, yeah, what would you, what would you do? So you would have been a Bachelor of Arts sort of guy if you had gone. I did PE teaching uh, for a year and a half and then it became very unfriendly with the football schedule. Yep. Lots of placement. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It became quite difficult. Uh, you You're injured. Not anymore. Not anymore. So you have are, been. Are you, can we do a podcast exclusive? You're available uh, for selection this week. I've got to train tomorrow without having any issues, but yeah, I should be right to play. Yeah, I just oh, had a bit of a sore back for two just weeks. That's great news. Warms the heart. Yeah. Um, will you get picked? Probably not. <laughs> okay. So Bailey Fritch kicks seven. seven yeah, we What's your most in a game? Uh, six. Twice. Against Liam Jones, Carlton, came off three-quarter time, didn't play for two years. Yeah, yeah, I was on track for thirty and ten that day. I think. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I must say, you had a pretty big smile on your face when you said. <laughs> so the doctor said you're out for the year, and you said yes. <laughs> Three quarter time, he's finished with six. Hadn't been playing very well that year, so that was a good one to go off on. Get your um, matches. So that's good. He he's putting himself back in selection. I'm pretty sure Stephen May will be. Yeah, uh, Maisie's ready well. to eat a Sharon. And Jack Lyon is suspension over. Also played on the weekend. Um, which yeah. he's allowed to, uh, yes. which we Haven't found out Danger, rules, Danger also played in a trial yes. game when he was suspended as well. Uh, your form, talked about heaps. You were on the um, the less ranked show earlier in the year, Talking Points. Um, 
your form. The, obviously, a really good preseason. Good yeah, really good preseason. Oh, it's a positive to, show. To come back and, and play um, the football that you have been. Probably talk for the majority of the year about being one of the best full forwards in the game. Um, these last two weeks probably haven't helped you in that case. Uh, been out of the team, but bring um, it back. Yeah, I'll bring it back. Uh, what do you what do you what do you put that down to? Uh, oh, look, I had I had a big off season, I guess, um, in a good way. Training, I didn't stop. I'd this is a chance to mention your trainer, <laughs> Black Ivy. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, look, I I decided I wasn't going to have a off season because I didn't play at the end of last year. I was um, playing twos in the back ovals of Brisbane, and we only playing every second week, so I didn't feel great. like I needed a bit of a I didn't need a rest, so. I essentially just kept running every second day from the end of the year and um, changed diet, changed training methods and, yeah, had a footwork coach and I think it's, yeah, helped me play as a good footy. It might have been a bit of a negative. It could have actually uh, explained why I've had a bit of an injury this last couple of weeks. I might have overdone yeah, it, it a little bit, but um, in in general, I think it's been, a, it's been a good thing and it's helped me get back to playing some good footy. We're part of a text chain called Meat Is Us. Yeah. Um, and for those who haven't sort of... Caught up on what Tommy Max diet change was. It was to a hundred percent meat <laughs> no. type operation. Can you talk about? When we talk, you know, we send photos of the porterhouse steaks we cut and things of that nature. Um, that's my phone number. I'm pointing. I say Gordy's not involved. That's my phone number. If Understood. You want to add me. Add um, me to the group. Oh. <laughs> so what? So talk to meat. It's like you bought how many different smokers and cookers and things of that nature have you I sort think of I've got, got yourself into? five different barbecues at the moment but yep. all of them either sort of crafted secondhand ones or um just ones i've had from over the years or taken from home and that sort of thing so uh but yeah no it's not 100 percent meat i'd say it's a i've increased my protein intake because i think it was i was trying to help myself lose weight and so i found it easier to eat a heap of protein in terms in in a way to make yourself feel fuller and then not overeat on other stuff which i knew i'd put on weight with so I'm not only meat. I, I have quite a bit of fruit now. Um, I do have some veggies occasionally, and then I'll I'll use a lot of carbohydrates on the day before a game. But I try to limit it from in the week because that's where I found like I just sort of over the last two years had put on four to five kilos by not changing what I'd done, and my body had just changed a little bit. So I had to make a bit of an alteration, and it has it helped me keep my weight down. So if anyone wants to add a few more steaks in, that might help them lose a bit of weight. Where does that leave your relationship with Ben Brown? <laughs> We're actually getting on better since it's actually came to since Pro Tracker put it on the radio a few months ago. Um, it's actually been interesting. He's talked to me a little bit about why he eats the way he does, and he's asked me why I do. And he's got no animosity. He's happy to do his thing, and I've got no problem with him. He's leaving more meat for me. So one of the young Adelaide players, when when Benny Brown was having a set shot, yelled out, and it had the whole ground in stitches. Yelled out. The goal's a chicken. <laughs> Did he kick it? I think so. I can't remember him missing one. Uh, neither can I. That's very good. Uh, but you've managed to, I think, you, did you convince Weeds? Weedo's uh, in the yeah. group. Weedos. Does that hurt? Yeah, no, Weedo's been on a, a high, he's increased his amount of protein and he's seen similar results, yeah. Um, are you buying the meat? Uh, I was initially from a few different places and now I've been You're working with, some deals. with Butcher Club at the moment, which has yep. been a, a great little deal. So we'll Put them uh, on the tier three at the moment. And we'll what's your favourite piece of tech? What's the famous, uh, what was it, the egg? You've, did you get the... Um, no, I haven't got an egg yet. Egg yet? That's no. a ceramic cooker, which looks really good. But so what's the best one you've got at the moment? What's the one you uh, love? I like most? my pellet smoker. Yeah. So that's where you literally can turn it on and it'll smoke meat automatically but then i just use my normal gas grill for just normal steaks and stuff like that do you still like if you're running out of time like gibby 
Um, he just he just puts like a, a random porterhouse on the frying pan. Ten minutes, eat it. Is that a thing nah, you still do? Nah, I'd still do that in the barbecue. Yeah. yeah. So you haven't fried. That's a, I don't like that in a frying pan. It's got to be minimum cast iron steak. Yeah, cast right. iron pan if you're going to yeah. do it inside. What What is your favourite cut? Good scotch fillet. Scotchy. Good scotchy. Yeah. The fat within. Yeah. Rather yeah, than you want a high fat content. Look yeah. at him trying to just drop in the fact he knows a little yeah. bit about me. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I am group. really surprised I'm not in the group. Um, I did <laughs> you all eat the- a bit too much kale for the group. Yeah, you yeah, and Jess. yeah, I have no. Yeah. I, what is it? I don't even know what a kale is. That's the inner Jess in me. Yeah. yeah, she she makes me eat kale three times a week. You it's can go home and make a statement tonight about kale, and we'll and we'll think about it. Okay, um, but I have. I mean, I've set up a couple of group dinners at um, some some uh, barbecue joints, which is but which has been good. I just yeah. thought I would be a chance for an invite there, but that's alright. Um, speaking of porterhouse, sure. Um, we weren't speaking of porterhouse. Well, it's my favorite cut of meat, Understood. Um, and it's also my favorite two people in the world. Uh, Oscar McDonald, which we've talked about for a while. We, we won't call him today. We had a bit doesn't of doesn't have a sterling track record on the podcast. Yeah, we I had think a it's probably a, all been cut out. We had a bit of a nightmare ones. last time. He said some things that probably couldn't go to air. And Can't get taken back either. <laughs> um, <laughs> once have been said. So he's done off the call list. But your your newest born, your son, has taken the middle name Porterhouse. Is Leo Porter. Yeah, Leo Porter. Leo not Porterhouse. Not Porterhouse. <laughs> um, is it after one of the three options: the Porterhouse cut, Oscar McDonald, your brother, who gets called Porterhouse, or the legendary Mark, Mark Porter. Porter, the Shadfall Finance advisor. So, well, they actually tie in together because have you t- Oscar's story of being the Porterhouse is because he thought Mark Porter yeah. was very funny when he came in to present one day, uh, which so, he was. Which he yeah, was. He was terrific as well as sound financial advice. Former Carlton yeah. Ruckman. Put him tier three actually. Shadfall. Yeah. <laughs> Shadfall. Shadfall tier three. Tier three yeah. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> so sound the financial. But we've always yeah. So we knew we were going to call him Leo from before we even had Bella because of uh, Ruby's grandpa's Leon. Yep. So. Um, and then we really liked the name Porter that actually went with Leo and Oscar was the Porter house. And this, we didn't think Leo Oscar worked very well, but Leo Porter sounded a bit better and that's how he got the name and he was pretty happy with it. I think he's a bit oh, surprised. I, I bet. He's actually a good uncle. Oh, I bet he's, he's very is. good. Yeah. Very he's good. Very good uh, no, I'm not going to say that. Um, let it just be for the record. The first piece of advice Shadforth gave was don't buy a new car and Harms he's gone and bought, I think he's up to his fourth one. <laughs> I think that's worth that's worth. He had two... $70,000 cars at once, I think, paying off. <laughs> and he tried to sell it to us. He said, oh, who wants it now for 43 when it was worth about 30 <laughs> No, no, no one wants it. Um, you, you said you picked Leo from the get-go. Yeah. Um, I'm going through baby names currently. And I got some advice uh, the other day from Chris Dawes, actually. And he said... Friend of ours? Uh, no, not yet. We should get him on. Um, the, the time zone doesn't help. He's in New York. Uh, they've gone with Heidi. They've just had a daughter, Heidi. Yeah. And they said they picked Heidi from the get-go and then they had all these names come in and Heidi went far back burner and they forgot about Heidi and hated it. And then they've come back to Heidi and now they love it. Do you, would you recommend the first name you picked being the one you go with? It almost, yeah, I think for both of us it pretty much has been. There was no debate on Leo the whole way through. But for Bella, we had it at the start and then we were going between, we had Stella and Millie at the end. Yep. And then we said, no, let's go back to what we initially thought. So, yeah, that's been our experience as well. And you're happy with that Can call. you tell us what your first thought is? Yeah. I can't. Just in case they come back to it. I can't. I, I, I give, I'll tell you one that won't happen. What's the worst take? Jess yet? is in love with the name Rosie. And growing up, she yeah. thought her her first daughter would be Rosie. And I don't like the name. So I've said happening. to Ruby that if you guys don't pick it, we'll take it for our next daughter. Yeah. Well, it's not when we're not picking it if I have seven daughters. <laughs> Good. So it's, it. it's unfortunate. That's mine now. She has eight daughters. <laughs> I don't want to resent my daughter because of the name, you know. <laughs> so that's strong. You can have Rosie. Rosie's okay, yours. Thank you. Um, yep. All yours. Congrats. Now, you're a market share person. 
Uh, what? Marketplace. Sorry. Your, Market your share. eBay, Marketplace. You like buying oh, okay, things and yeah. selling things cheap. You don't uh, like going brand new. Like you said, your Barbies yeah, yeah. are all secondhand. Yep. One of the weird uh, things that you do is your boots. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, now, your, your, your sponsor is uh, Mizuno, uh, yep. what, however you say it. You're one of tier two three. people that wear it in the world. Mizuno's tier one. God tier at the for moment. You? For me, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But, but for the podcast. you Actually, no. We can't have any conflicting no, apparel. No, we got brands. no conflicting apparel. New Balance. Sorry, sorry. New balance. Um, how many boots do you have? Uh, look, I started collecting when I had a foot injury in 2018. I started trying different boots and I started collecting from then because then I used to just give them back to a local footy club or put them in the charity bin, so I never kept them. So from then, I've got about 60 or 70, I reckon. Um, but yeah, buy a lot off Facebook Marketplace, secondhand. I never buy anything full price. I always buy stuff usually secondhand and cheap. Have you been but, ripped uh, off? Uh, yeah, once I thought it was a tier, like a high tier level boot, like an elite model, and it was actually like the kids' crap and version. They have it? It. And I paid like 80 bucks for it and it was probably worth about five, so yeah. I got ripped off there. But no, in general, it's been really good. Quite often people... Are you planning on on selling? Nah, no. I just like having my wall. You probably see on Instagram, I've got a wall full of all my boots all displayed. And my idea is that when I'm finished with AFL, I'll play local footy. I'll wear a different pair every single game. Really? That's what I want to do. Yeah. So you can't do that now because of your contract? You can't wear the Yeah, I I love it. Mizuno's my favourite. Do you have total 90s? Yep. Got a pair. Oh, they're the best. Did you wear Total 90s? There's nah. a seller on in Instagram at the moment. Oz Boot Collector is selling Total 90s if you wanted to buy some. Tier 3. Tier 3. Oz, Total Boot Collector? Oz, Oz Boot Collectors. Oz Boot Collector. Tier 3. Total 90s. Um, and your Barbies as well on market share. You've been ripped off there? Uh, nah, nah. Oh, I did get sent a dodgy one from America, but I got a refund and then got a You and Povey were doing that. Yeah, me and yeah. Povey the podiatrist, we bought some and they were broken when they got here, so then we had to go and get them fixed, but we did get a refund. So again, got it cheap. Is that why you think you're in touch with the common man? Yes, I am in touch with the common man. Because you buy stuff off marketplace. <laughs> yeah, and I'm cheap. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, I beg to differ. But um, your family, uh, very, very strong sporting family, the McDonald's. Not, uh, not much has come from Eden Hope, I don't think. But, <laughs> they, call uh, it, they call it Eden Hopeless when it comes to all the things. <laughs> but obviously, uh, the two boys playing footy, um, still both playing footy. Probably uh, at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. I, well, Laura is a doctor. Laura is Sasha, a Sasha is a professional netballer. Sasha's a netballer, a training partner at the Vixens, and Laura's an orthopedic surgeon. Did I hear a rumour that Sasha was having a kick with Todd Patterson, our AFLW recruiter, just seeing if she could play football? Is that a rumour? Yeah, uh, it's a rumour. Like, I think she might contemplate it one day, but not currently at the moment. Okay. Yeah, they probably imagine need to app, app the cash incentive to yeah. transfer. Imagine imagine Sasha McDonald full forward for the Ds. She's built like us, so she'd uh, throw a few blocks Inside around. midfield. Inside midfielder. Well, that's <laughs> funny. You're playing on the outside. Uh, outside winger. So she's, uh, <laughs> she's, she's built, built like, like Ed Langdon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the most famous of the McDonald's. Um, I was just, I don't know why I was listening to Neil Mitchell. I, I mean, he's a mad Melbourne supporter, Neil Mitchell. Who's so that? maybe that. Neil Mitchell's 3OW has had 9am till midday for almost 30 King years. King of Talkback Radio. King of Talkback Radio. Uh, and that, oh, sorry, that Neil Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. All. Sorry, I yeah. had my Neils and Mitchells crossed up. Mad Melbourne supporter. Um, I was just listening to him one day driving into work uh, and and Paul McDonald was on. Not to talk about Tom or Oscar, to talk about Paul McDonald, who is your old man, who's famous. If anyone, everyone would remember Paul McDonald from his... Uh, Fox footy interview, wasn't from it? From his ability to talk to Brian Taylor. Oh, Brian Taylor. Brian. Oh, that's all time. <laughs> that's all time. Did you sit him down after that? that and just say, well, <laughs> nah, because Paul loves a bit of Paul. Yeah, and, uh, understood. I yeah, think this was his Neil, was, Neil was thinking he was going to get on and talk about Tom and Oscar and how he grew up with two great successful footballers. And it just got on about Paul. Yeah. And I, I found uh, it phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> Did you listen? 
Yeah, I've listened to it. It's uh, it's one of the more extraordinary interviews I've ever heard. <laughs> I've never heard a man with such good recall. And he mentioned uh, 250 people. Yeah, yeah. I think it was his way to say thank you to all those. Yeah, well, the, for the people who no one would have heard this really, but he uh, he had a bad sawmill accident because we live on a farm and a big circular sawmill blade fell off the machine and cut through the back of his leg and cut half his leg off pretty much. And it. Um, it was a, you know, bad. one yeah. to two year ordeal of essentially getting back to being able to live semi-normally. And uh, yeah, he liked. He gave a shout out to every paramedic driver, the lady in Ward Seven at the Royal Melbourne Hospital at the time. Everyone got a full name shout out. <laughs> like I don't know. How, this is twenty three years ago, so I don't know how he remembers. But every single person involved was thanked on this day by Neil Mitchell. So, how long did the interview go for? Oh, uh, 15, fifteen minutes. minutes yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Also, get him off. <laughs> also, big big farming family, the McDonald's. Oh yeah. There's no denying that. Um, we had Kay Chandler on earlier on in the show as a guest and then he took over Gibby for a little bit when Gibby was out of form and now Gibby's back in form and going strong. So um, Chandler's a young arrogant farmer, as said <laughs> so by Paul at, at my wine bar one night. Um, but I want to talk about the story when Frosty went to the farm. So Sam Frost, former oh, player, yeah. good friends of Oscar Porterhouse and went to the farm for a couple of days and they went out hunting and so shooting foxes and rabbits, and uh, which is I allowed. We're allowed to talk legal. about that, aren't we? That's yeah, yeah. that's very oh, legal. Well, well, it's encouraged. You yeah. um, so I know I've already talked about with my ben, big Ben McAvoy and Chandler that I'm not big on the hunting thing. So I reckon it'll be similar to Frosty here. But they went out, and uh, <laughs> the parents are driving in the front seat. Oscar's in the back with Sam, and they're shooting a couple of foxes. And then it was Sam's turn. And Paul's gone, there it is, Sam, shoot it, shoot it. And Sam's shaking, real jittery, couldn't shoot it. And he's like, no, I can't do it. And then his mum yells out the window, shoot it, Sam, shoot it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> got all worked up, so his mum comes out and shoots the Cat domes the fox. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't for him, the farming life, Sam. Ten he's bucks a, a tail, isn't it? A fox tail at the moment. It used to be. I, that was how I used to make pocket money. I don't yeah. think it is anymore. How big's the block back can I call it a block? Uh, you don't call it a block. Uh, there's probably five different blocks of farming around the area. That it's, I think he's got about 4,000 acres now. Yep. Do. That's I don't know for sure. but a lot of har- What do you harvest? Uh, oats and some legumes, I think, mostly, and then uh, sheep. When is it harvest season? It's the end of the year, towards Shut Christmas. Up, <laughs> Let me know if you need me <laughs> how to many, pick. How many head of sheep do you have? I <laughs> uh, don't know. No, no, okay. sure. See, I'm just throwing around a few farming terms to... Assert my dominance over Max, who doesn't know what, <laughs> doesn't know what the harvest is. You and Ben McAvoy, uh, that's still one of the funniest conversations. Yep. Shaking hands, post the draw, yep. just talking harvesting. Just waxing lyrical, <laughs> harvesting. He, he said he, he almost laughed during his set shot because yeah, you yeah, asked yeah. him about oh, his yeah, harvest. That's right. I, I, remember, I heard that, no crowd. You you hear no every crowd. Everyone would have had a laugh at that. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, Last question from me. Um, Angus hasn't brought a notepad, so I doubt he's got any more for you. Well, I've got a whole you know, list of meat things which I've had to cross out because you're a little off. bit you're a little bit sensitive about the <laughs> no invite, so we'll forget that. Uh, you use a lot of Grippo. Now I spoke. The this other- is your last question. It's about Grippo. So you bagged me for having no questions. What do you reckon he uses Grippo? Well, no, but everyone uses some sort of grippo at some point during their career. Tom, I guess the answer but being something to do with you wanting to grip the ball better when you go yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah, but and he's I, over the top. It, no, it's because I use a different brand. Yeah, He you uses a brand where he literally at training one day sticky. he missed a set shot because it got stuck in his hand. I'm just trying to keep you accountable, Max. Well, that's what happened to that. Was it Stocker? Oh, it? Stocker at Carlton with the ball flicked yeah, off his hand. That. Yeah. yeah, so that was because he had grip tech on, which is a stickier version. If you have too much, you literally it tier, won't, it won't come off. Yeah, <laughs> grip tech. It won't come off your hand. <laughs> I don't use it. I only use it in wet weather, and we've just had wet weather every, every week. We play at the MCG. I so. have had a lot of wet weather games. Yeah, 
Um, you would be leading the contested marking if we went in wet weather. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't taken one for a while, which is annoying. Um, Tier two. Will you be all right with Gibby giving you grip tech during the game? Because yeah. you haven't played with Gibby being out there nah, yet. No, not yet. No, I'm more than happy with that. Yeah. I just want him to have it ready when he comes out so I don't have to have him fish it out of his pocket yeah. and yeah. waste time. Because he doesn't have much to do because when Fritch went down, <laughs> he ran the opposite direction. So if he's got a function, that'll actually validate his sort of purpose out there, side of running water. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really if you touch to. wood, had a really bad injury and you needed to be stretched off, would you be uncomfortable with Gibby holding the stretcher? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he looks. He's been putting a bit of time in the gym. The arms are looking better. <laughs> <laughs> he wore boots this week as well. Did you see that? What boots did you what wear? Boots? What brand? Uh, of course. What model? Um, oh, did he? What model? Well, yeah, that wasn't a model. Bizarro's, Furons, or yeah, Tacalas. Yeah. Showing off now, Tom. Yeah, Tom, the boot guy. Um, um, is that us? That's all I've got. Uh, yeah, that's all I've got. Um, one, I've got one last thing. Okay, um, sure. I just want to talk about me and Tom went to Tom and I went to America three, four years ago. Are you doing? Are you bringing this up to rub in my face that you guys did something that I haven't been involved in? No. Uh, and are you sure? I love his obsession with cars as well. So he's uh, he's he's doing his own uh, Ford mate, Mustang. Yeah, uh, what are you? We got a Ford Mustang, Mustang that's taken seven years. Seven Ford right, Mustang. The only thing longer than that Ford Mustang getting restored is James Harms' renovations on his house. <laughs> <laughs> this is longer, but I've got good news. It's yes. gone into the shop this week. For what? <laughs> to be all the interior uh, ready, all the wiring, electrical stuff to get ready to, for painting. Yep. Once it's painted, there's not much left. So What do you mean, not much left? Well, then you got to do all the little things back into it. Like, uh, a lot. It sounds like there's a lot windows, left. Windows, yep. door handles, and that sort of stuff. Yep. So the, I was thinking in America, this guy's got a massive car obsession. He's going to do Sonic in the car game. Because we're driving from, uh, let's say, Houston to New Orleans, which I think I got right. Yeah. Um, and on the drive, a couple of cars go past us, and Tom yells out, oh, and I'm just going to make stuff up here because I don't know, but there's the new Commodore. That's not even available in Australia. And then Ruby, <laughs> his wife, would pop up and go, oh, that's got the new two-pop exhaust. Oh, I haven't even seen that in Australia. And they're just waxing on, waxing off about this, this car that, that goes past. And me and Jess are going, that's, a, oh, that, nice that's blue. Car. That's blue. <laughs> <laughs> is Ruby genuine? So Ruby, Ruby loves her cars as well. Is that a genuine uh, interest or uh, I'm married to Tom McDonald? So no, nah, our first date was uh, going on a drive in each other's cars, yeah. But oh, it's right. not. She doesn't know that much about it, and I don't know much about cars either. But I do like. I like my car that I have. So what color is it for those? <laughs> it'll be those enthusiasts. It'll too. be black with red leather interior. Wow, so it'll, Ruby, be, it'll look good. Ruby's car has a Dogs Fifty Four sticker on it. No, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, we've changed. Mark it. Stevens oh, would hate that. that. Mark yeah. Stevens wrote Tom's going to Western Bulldogs because he's driving around in a car that has a Dogs Fifty Four. Wow. And to have, be fair, Tom tried to get to Western we have Bulldogs. Bought a few D's, just didn't want it. A few D's number plates now in preparation for the next few flags. So. Yeah, We've no, moved off from move. dogs and now we're under D's. Are you going to sell the car or keep it? No, no. Oh, my car, the yeah. Mustang. Uh, no, I'll keep it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's no, good. it's that's for driving. A that's a good resolution. Yep. It'll, be Leo, it'll be Leo's one day. <laughs> the big port house. Well, thanks for coming on, Tom. Yeah, thanks for good. That was good. Yeah, Worth the wait. Um, Better than Chandler? Uh, wow. Yes. <laughs> well, Chandler listens though, so we've got to be careful. Chandler, keep, keep working on it. Gibby will be out of form soon. Just give it time. Um, he's got some speculation in this news, so yeah. <laughs> it could be interesting if he's Wildly here next week. speculating. So, Thanks um, for having us. Say hi to Porter. Will do. Thanks, boys. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Will do.